and gentlemen, we interrupt your normal broadcast to bring you me, Joker. Now, if you're asking yourself, what's the Clown Prince of Crime doing on the radio? Well, it's called Chaotic Radio. What did you expect? <laughs> Tonight on Joker Beast Theater, I present you with a member of my court, the Jack of All Nerds. He talks comics, movies, books, gaming, pop culture, comedy, and much, much more. It's insane! <laughs> well, kids, I'd stick around, but I've got a date with the bats. As for you out there in Radio Land, give it a listen, or I'll find you. <laughs> and now, without further ado, the personal assistant to my personal assistant, the Jack of All Nerds. <laughs> oh, I kill me. Welcome to the Jack of All Nerds on Chaotic Radio. I am the Jack of All Nerds, Michael Maxwell, and uh, with me, uh, I would say as always, but you've been absent lately. I have been. My special friend, my hetero life mate, <laughs> Derek Murray. What's going on, guys? It's really good to be back. I'm very excited. It just feels right. It does. It really does. I feel right, Brian. <laughs> I feel right. And as always in the booth, John... Hello there. Edis. No. No? No. Not like that ever again? No, not like that ever again. No, I think Please. it should be like that every single time. <laughs> it, now, it will be since I protested. <laughs> yes. I'm going to yes. make a special recording just for you. <laughs> uh, we also have some special guests on the show this evening. Uh, Ryan H. Turner. What's the H stand for, Ryan? Oh, you would have to ask me. It's Hewitt. Hewitt. Well, H-E-W-I-T-T. -T. Better than what I would have thought. <laughs> Could have been Helen for all yeah. I know. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. That's really refined. Thank you. You're welcome. I feel refined. <laughs> um, and you uh, are a – is it a marching band director? Well, what I I have a business that I uh, write uh, high school competitive marching band shows. So when you see them marching around on the field, I'm the guy that puts those shows together. As nice. well as I also have a leadership um, seminar business, so I go out and teach high school band kids that are in leadership positions and help them out with that. Awesome, awesome. And also joining us, <laughs> a, uh, an improver. That's me. Uh, and um, I've actually worked with, with this young lady on a number of projects, uh, theater and such. Uh, now, are you still part of... Is it improv shmimprov? I, I don't even know how to say that. Improv shmimprov. Shmimprov. There it is. The. And my name's Lindsay. Lindsay <laughs> Brooks. I like that. It was melodic. <laughs> I've never That's seen what I was do going that once. <laughs> it's because I'm a lady. <laughs> That's right. I do something special for ladies, you know. I'm aware. I'm aware. Uh, and you were also a former oh. band. I geek. am a former band geek nice. and like all the way section leader and everything. She's talking my language. Right. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. When you say that you write uh, marching band shows, I pictured like Sparky Palastri from Drop, or not Drop Dead Gorgeous. I almost said Drop Dead Gorgeous. Um, Bring It On. Like when you pedal uh. the same show <laughs> and it's like the same marching band doing the same. Like, the hot, hot, hot number. 
happy hands. Yeah. <laughs> well, if uh, if you guys haven't uh, guessed the theme already, uh, we're going to be talking about <laughs> improv, marching band. Obviously. Yes, improv. <laughs> we're going to be talking about marching band this evening, a topic that um, clearly my and my uh, co-host are well versed in. Well versed. In yes. that we watched many YouTube videos about it today. <laughs> I've seen Drumline. It's cool. <laughs> I love Drumline. <laughs> we may be uh, going to John a little bit here tonight. Because you're also in on the on the band thing, aren't you? Uh, yeah, yeah up to my eyeballs, yeah. <laughs> but not past them. Not past and them, no. Once you get to eyebrows, that shit's cut off. No, <laughs> no higher than that. No, no, nothing past the eyebrows, no. Right. Well, before we get into this, uh, let's give a quick shout-out to the people that allow us to be here. Yes! Our sponsors, Derek's favorite time of the I, night. I have missed this, guys. My, my, my week was not complete without this right now. No one else has done it justice. <sighs> Good. First, Good. first off, the Etiwanda Roadhouse. Roadhouse. Still be, got it, guys. Got it. Still got it. That's what he lives for. That one word. <laughs> That's it. Every I week. leave. I shut down the podcast after that. I just. <laughs> I don't say another word. That's it. That's all I'm here for. Conveniently located off the 210 freeway at Day Creek, the Etiwanda Roadhouse. They have uh, nightly food specials, live bands, and lots and lots of drinks, which every bar should have. Uh, so check them out for uh, more information and specials. Go to facebook.com forward slash e roadhouse. Roadhouse. <laughs> also, the dinner detective uh, enjoy a fabulous four course meal while solving a hilarious murder crime. Uh, you never know who done it. It might even be yourself. So check that out at www.thedinnerdetective.com. And if you're purchasing tickets for the Ontario location, use the promo code crime. To get a five dollar discount. So that would be the sponsors. Yeah. Now, do you ever look around your table that you're sitting at and just say all the name brands of beverages that are on the table in hopes that maybe one of them will sponsor you as well? Hmm. Give like free shout outs to all the there's six beverages on this table. Are, wait, really? No, four. But then there's this empty <laughs> Container. Oh, the Crown Royal bag. There it is. They're gonna sponsor oh, you. Hey, yes. I'm Although, just saying. And they, as well, they should because I don't drink Crown Royal, but every one of my dice bags for Dungeons and Dragons is a Crown Royal bag. Mm. Yeah, I went there. <laughs> Suck it. But I mean, maybe if you drank Crown Royal, then you would have more bags to play more Dungeons. Fortunately, I literally I have know nothing about Dungeons lot, and Dragons. I have a lot of friends that drink, so I don't have to. Oh. Yes. Do they drink Crown Royal? <laughs> Absolutely. The official, unofficial sponsor of the Jack of All Nerds. You guys, I'm going to get you sponsored Woo-hoo! by as many it. corporations as I can by the end oh, of the night. So I enjoy yeah. the Etiwanda Roadhouse. Roadhouse. I've never been there, but I'm sure it's delicious. <laughs> Lindsay's angling for a spot on the show. Yeah, she is. I like sponsorships. <laughs> That's what I really like. That's I like free products. We're okay with that. Everybody so likes you'll, you'll be you'll be announcing your address at some point. If you want to send any free samples. <laughs> any Crown Royal. That's <laughs> my address. Um, so let's move on to current events. Current events. Now, uh... <laughs> I've never done that before, ever. <laughs> I liked that's, it. That's literally the first time I've ever gotten excited about current events. It must be the marching band thing. We're just going to sing everything. <laughs> Even though that's not really part of marching band. Not That's true. all I can attribute. <laughs> true. It's about how much the, we know. There is vocalizing in my. The mind. closest I have come to marching band is attempting to beatbox while walking. 
Notice I said attempting. Sure. Yes. I think I think the closest I've come is a roommate I hated. Uh, <laughs> so there's that. Sure. I don't blame you. Current events. Well, well, you were so excited. What do you got? I I, I don't know. I'm, I wasn't that excited. You don't have anything? No, I I've got a couple things that that we can discuss. I guess. Okay. Do you want me to go first? I, I would like you to go first. I, I made this specifically for you. I know this, you did. This this part of the news and, and current pretty, events. It's, it's pretty awesome. So over the holidays, and we've talked about this a number of times, I purchased uh, Home Alone on Blu-ray and uh, and just recently Home Alone 2. Ah, Lost in New York. Yes. That's how my daughter says it. She yes. says Unork. Unork? Unork. <laughs> I like it. it. Sounds offensive. Well. Um, yes, yeah, so I purchased that, and of course... Uh, and thoroughly enjoyed all the beatings and everything like that. But uh, they have some special features mm. on the Blu-ray, backstage interviews, that kind of a mm. thing. You know, some deleted scenes. And I came across this one deleted scene. Uh, it's a little dark. I could see why Mr. Hughes didn't go with it. Mm. Uh, I'm gonna play the original clip so that everyone's familiar with how it was in the movie, and then I will play you the alternate that didn't make the final cut. So let's uh, let's get this going here. Now the hotel reservations, may I help you? Howdy, Jim. This is Peter McAllister, the father. Yes, sir. I'd like a hotel room, please, yes. with an extra large bed, a TV, and one of those little refrigerators you have to open with a key. Yes, sir. You'll need a major credit card plan checking. Credit card? You got it. Thank you. Enjoy your stay. So everybody knows he had that talk boy that would yeah. slow his voice down. Great thing. I always wanted one. Had one. And hate you. You got it. <laughs> why was your childhood so much happier than mine? Because I was raised by white people. That's why. Wait. Middle class, well, you know. Congratulations. Like Wait, I was, mildly successful. I, I was raised by white people too. They just yeah. weren't successful. <laughs> exactly. I wouldn't even say my family was successful, but they were just like middle America, like – Nobody struggled. <laughs> That's what it is. It was raised by white people. <laughs> All right. Well, here, here's the alternate clip that did not make the final cut. And uh, for any, we we may have some younger listeners this evening. You may want to cover your ears or just pretend like you did. Okay. Here we go. Now the hotel reservations may I help you. Howdy-do. This is Peter McAllister, the father. Yes, sir. I'd like a hotel room, please, yeah. with an extra-large bed, a TV, and full access to all triple X-rated films. I'm talking all of them. Teens, MILFs, KILFs, trannies, lesbos, gays, even some of that animal stuff. Yes, sir. You'll need a major credit card on chicken. Credit card? You got it. Thank you. Enjoy your stay. A little darker. <laughs> Who knew uh, Macaulay was such a nasty little kid? Who knew? Who I knew? hope that all of the porn that Kevin McAllister ordered was starring the old man who's in it. <laughs> 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 like, I'm going to pump your butt so full of it. I'm going to give you to the count of three to get your slutty horse. Changes the whole meaning of that scene with Tim Curry later on. <laughs> You've been smooching with everybody. <laughs> oh. <Bunny bye. laughs> Why has this not been made? Because <laughs> uh, it's twisted and it takes a certain People are level weird of craziness. Shit, man. <laughs> <laughs> they certainly are. So that was my current events. 
I like how that has nothing Enjoy. to do in that in that it's, it happened. It's neither an event nor is it current. In that it happened to me recently. <laughs> it's a current event in my club life. I went to Trader Joe's today. That's Woo! my I don't. They were sampling quinoa, and so I bought some and ate it for dinner. Quinoa is great. Uh, quinoa is sure, really good. I guess. No, it's I I enjoy quinoa. Now, do you have the location of this Trader Joe's so that others can partake? I do. This Trader Joe's is on Dustin <laughs> and Meats in the city what? of Orange. Maybe they'll sponsor you. Just <laughs> <laughs> saying. Oh. Wow. All right. So let's let's get into the, uh, the serious stuff. Okay. So there's there's a couple of current events. Uh, one I just found out. Uh, if you're a James Bond fan, I don't know if you are. You you're not a James Bond fan, are you? What? I don't know you. How dare you? I don't know. I don't know who you are. I hate you. Get out. I know. John, you're a, a James Bond fan, right? Yeah, absolutely. Did you like Skyfall? Uh, yeah, actually, I did like Skyfall. I thought it was a pretty good flick. Speaking of Home Alone, <laughs> <laughs> that's how that movie was right. at the end. No, that's exactly James what Bond it was. James Bond meets Home Alone. Yeah. yeah, no, that's exactly what it was. It was. Um, he was like did throwing you... bricks from the roof. Pretty so, much. I, I totally. Didn't see it. Well, it's... there's an old house, and they end up setting up all these booby Shut traps. Up. I and swear. And the bad guys show up. up. No, yeah. and then they tra- they did like this yeah, weird. <laughs> they did this weird Batman thing where like all of a sudden he had a butler nobody knew about that like, oh yeah, I've been taking care of you since you were a kid. I'll totally help you set up this house. Like. Then they lock Daniel Stern in the batting cage so he can't coach Henry Rowengardner. You saw Skyfall, right? That's, <laughs> That's that happened, happened, right? Everyone? I understand. Yeah, yeah it did. Uh, I bring that up to announce a couple of things. Uh, one, that the release date for the next one will be November 6th, 2015. Okay. So if you guys are, are fans of that, that's going to happen. And the next two films, so 24 and 25, will both follow the Skyfall timeline. So they won't be standalones. They're just going to keep building on what happened in Skyfall. Is Mr. Craig still on board, or are they switching? Uh, as far as I know, uh, it doesn't say anything about him not being. Uh, so it doesn't say that they're switching, uh, switching actors. So it shows that he's still, uh, still going to do it. I wish they'd bring Timothy Dalton back. He's the best. <laughs> Hands down. <laughs> best Bond ever. <laughs> of course. Who was, the, who was the one that did one film? Lazenby? I don't even remember his first name. George. George Lazenby right. did one movie, and that was it. Nice. Chaotic nice. Good radio, times. Jack. Whoa. Whoa, John. Whoa, John. Hold Sorry. your Better horses. Chickety check yourself. God. I'm gone for one Sunday, and all hell breaks I guess somebody here. probably is calling in about the Bond thing. Oh, dear. Oh, or, wow. the, or they misheard you in the Do people really call in to this? Yeah, show? of course. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. Oh, thank you. I mean, yeah. it's usually just friends. That's fine. <laughs> None of my friends will be calling, and so it'll be new to me. I don't know. I, I don't know whether to take that as a compliment or like a like a backhanded bitch slap. <laughs> people call into this thing. Like people want to talk to you guys. This oh, is... I want to talk to you. So I'm and I'm relatively cool. So you're here. That, that counts. I guess that counts. Uh, as I sit here to talk about marching bands and Trader Joe's. Trader Joe's is fucking awesome. <laughs> Sorry. It's the Sorry, first time anybody listeners. censored themselves on this show. <laughs> Sorry, I get really excited to talk about <laughs> Clearly. Do I do I need to put a disclaimer now? No. I don't. I don't. Know. Normally we we swear like sailors on this show. Yeah. Uh, but we uh, we may have some younger 
uh, marching sorry. band listeners this evening, so I know I am trying to not drop any f bombs. That'll be the only one. I just get really worked up <laughs> yeah, about I'm, I'm coconut chips and stuff. <laughs> Get you guys some shot collars, because that would work so well. <laughs> All right, what is this? What? Another marching band geek. Oh, oh we got someone. Let's uh, let's get him on the phone here. Hello, you're on the air with Jack of All Nerds. Yes, hi. Hi, who are we talking to? You're talking to Joshua Norton. Joshua Norton. How are you, sir? I'm doing good. How are you doing? Pretty good, pretty good. Now, do you uh, do you know someone that's on the show this evening? Oh, um, so I believe he's being co-hosted by... Ryan's giggling over here, so I'm assuming that's <laughs> uh, There he is, Ryan Turner. Hi, Long Dr. Norton. Oh, How are you? I'm fine, sir. How are you? I'm doing good. Is that Warren in the background? No. no. That's Lindsay. Hi. Lindsay. She's like, single, too. I like our tone change, too. She's like, oh, doctor. Well, he's a doctor. <laughs> hey, doctor. My tone changes for doctors. She's looking for a sponsor, guys. <laughs> a doctor sponsor. <laughs> doctors without borders. <laughs> Sorry, uh, Ryan. Take, you want to feel this? He's <laughs> calling for you, clearly. Clearly. Go so, ahead, Dr. Norton. The, the line is yours. The line is mine. Yeah. Were you were you calling to weigh in on the bond thing, or were you just calling to say hi? Do you want to talk marching band? <laughs> weigh your... in on the bond thing? Guess he, not. He yep. Apparently he wasn't listening. Clearly he was not listening <laughs> to the show. Oh, let's bring you up to speed there, Dr. Norton. <laughs> yes, please do. Dr. Norton, what are you a doctor of? What am I a doctor of? Yes. Music. Oh. Is that, All right. is, that, is that a thing? Doctor, yeah. your your screen is showing that you're in New York. Did you move and not tell me? Uh, I did move. I, I, I'm sorry if I did not personally tell. I made a more of a blanket statement. <laughs> <laughs> Just uh, open it up here on the air. Dr. Norton, what is your instrument of specialty? My instrument of specialty is the trumpet. Oh. <laughs> it just excites you more and more it with does. every answer, I doesn't it? I love trumpet players. <laughs> Hey. I sincerely mean that. <laughs> Expand uh, your horizons. So now, how do you uh, how do you two know each other, Ryan? Uh, Dr. Norton and I worked for a couple of years together over at Riverside King High School. I was the drill designer, and he was one of the music coaches. Yeah. Very very talented man. Hence the doctor. Hence the doctor, right? <laughs> True doctor. I had a uh-huh. college scholarship for <laughs> clarinet playing. I don't know if you heard, but I've watched Drumline. And he knows that oh. half time is game time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to lie. The first time I watched Drumline, I did cry because Nick Cannon just wants to drum. It's and only they just <laughs> won't let him drum. It was just misunderstood. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, yeah, unfortunately, we uh, we were in the middle of current events, Dr. Norton, so we hadn't actually gotten on to the marching band stuff just yet. But it's late in New York. It pr- we were yes, talking about is. New York, it though. We were talking fun. about Home Alone 2, Lost in New York. We were talking nice. about Home Alone 2, nice. Lost in New York. Nice, way to go full circle. Thank I you. like it. Nice to bring it together. <laughs> That's good. Dr. Yeah. Norton, have you seen Home Alone 2, Lost in New York? <laughs> <laughs> that is a, a movie that I can say I have not seen. What? Well, Hang up. Hang up right now. <laughs> I don't know how that's possible. Then you will never understand the full potential of giving someone a turtle dove. <laughs> uh, give me what? Yeah. I've never heard that. He's already confused. 
It's flabbergasted. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, Dr. Right. Norton, I approve of your trumpet playing, although I hated every trumpet player that I went to high school with. Um, but I'm sure you're uh, lovely. See, I think if we went to high school together, you would not have hated me. Well, it depends. When did you go to high school? <laughs> oh, I can't remember that far back. If we went to high school together, you probably would have gotten in trouble for hanging around. <laughs> if you're a doctor, I'm assuming that means you're older than me. Really? I'm 20. <laughs> I was accelerated in my, in my uh, academic studies. Well, it could be an honorary um, doctorate. You don't know. Good for you. <laughs> He's a phoenix. Uh, Dr. Norton, thank you for calling. we got another caller, so we're going to uh, have to let you go. But did you want to say anything, any words of encouragement for Ryan? Um, let's see, words of encouragement <laughs> for Ryan. It's, it's, it's okay. Ryan, you, Ryan you, need to, you need to get out there and, and take over Southern California by storm. You're already doing so, but let's – Southern Cal needs the voice. Thanks. <laughs> they, they need the voice. I sincerely miss you. New York needs the voice. Yeah. I know I moved. When are you moving? <laughs> Let's get you back. You need to be in the garden. Forget whoever the garden has. Ah, that's right. He's, he's referring to my professional announcing that I Yeah, do. give him the V. Yeah. <laughs> he oh, wants exactly. the V. I Garden. Yeah, right. I see. Yeah. I see. All right. Well, Dr. Norton, thank you so much for calling in. Thanks, thank Josh. You. Yep. See, see you, Josh. See you, dude. See you. He wasn't prepared to be on the phone. No. Bless his heart. Yeah. <laughs> so you're the voice. Are you? Are you currently the voice of? Like when I was in high school, we had the voice of the marching tiger pride. Yeah. Well, that's one of the things, too, that I just have been doing in Southern California for a long time as a professional announcer as well. Probably, so I, I got bored with I think this what is awkward doing. for this caller just now that I just connected. Oh, oh are we Hi, talking sorry. over him? I Maybe. I'm trying to see. Hello, are you, uh, you're on the air with Jack of All Nerds, maybe, possibly. Yeah, I am, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Chris. How are you? I am doing absolutely wonderful. Awesome. Uh, Chris, are you uh, are you friends with uh, somebody on the show tonight? I am. Oh, I'm a popular guest what, over here. Is, Ryan, why are you turning beet red every time somebody? Because I can't possibly trust what Chris is about to say. Oh, <laughs> oh I like him already. Chris, what are you about to say? I have a very simple question for Ryan. Oh, no. Here we go. Go ahead, Chris. Okay. Hey, Ryan, yes. when you're designing these marching band things going on, is the importance of the drum major? But his position is the most important on the field. Of course, the the drum major is the most important person on the field. Okay, I'm gonna stop you right there, <laughs> Chris. Are you the drum major? <laughs> no, 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 never. Continue then. Okay, so my question relates directly to the drum major is the most important person, and everyone will follow him. In the movie Animal House, ah, uh, someone takes over the position of the drum major, if I'm correct, and leads him down an alley. Yes. And they march right into a brick wall. That's correct. Is that something that they would absolutely do if you directed them on the field to, like, march right into a brick wall? Would the entire band follow that? 
There's a certain part of the uh, audience out there that will understand the importance of GE or general effect, and if it got me extra points, yes, I would march them into a wall. Thank you. <laughs> Hell yeah, you would. <laughs> Rock on. But you have to. As long Good as answer. You have Good to answer. in the boundaries of the field, though, because otherwise they'll dock you points for. It's like gymnastics. You step on that line and you're screwed. Mm-hmm. So what just it's saying. just. You know, I, I've known Ryan to step out of bounds sometimes. Ooh. How dare you? Now shit's getting real, guys. <laughs> Damn you, Maverick. So, Chris, thanks for calling. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, Chris, it's good Ryan, to hear from you, I brother. Thank you. I appreciate the opportunity to do this. I'm so glad I got the opportunity. And, uh, I, appreciate I just hope you have a brother. wonderful night. You're a great man. <laughs> great. Thank you. Thank all you, right. sir. Thank have you. a good one. Okay. Good night, all. Bye, Chris. Bye. So, I'm upset that you're so popular. <laughs> I didn't realize this I'm was going to be a thing. I'm worried. So, now I just blasted this phone number <laughs> all over every social media that I have access to. <laughs> I don't think anyone that I care about will go. We can take a picture of that and put it on Instagram. You that could. Sign up there. I yeah. did just do that. Facebook it. I'm about to tweet did it. You? Oh, I'm oh wow. I'm, there you go. I love social media. I'm going to hire you media. as my social media Please person. Do. I Thank love you. social media. <laughs> Very good. So, um, anyone else with any uh, current events? I mean, I have more. But... I have one. Oh, he's got. Let's uh, Ryan. Let's let's hear what you got. <clears throat> because uh, I understand that uh, in the world of nerds, apparently, band nerds is probably pretty much at the bottom. So um, I'm a little bit up about that uh, because I love comics and I love the um, movies. And mm-hmm. I just mm-hmm. read today that the Superman Batman movie has that been delayed gonna... a year. Yep. Did I just be... take your? That, that... No, please take it. Well, part <laughs> of the, the what that. That says to me that uh, I think uh, DC is feeling the heat that uh, Marvel is just kicking their butts in the world of movie making. And Mm -hmm. I think what they want to do is probably this is code for really putting together a a Justice League movie. That's what I'm looking at. Uh, I'm just just waiting for for them to change the title. It's going to be from Superman Batman to (laughs) To Justice League. Justice League, yeah. Um. Yeah. I. We've we've talked about it a number of times about how little excitement we have about this whole idea to yeah. begin with. Um. Just. Just none of it is anything that we care about. Yeah. It's. Yeah. None of us care. And I was really let down by the last Superman movie. So it was. I just, oh. It's just a, see. It was, okay. You are. You are more than welcome to be my friend. Yeah. Uh, I, I can't. Close I, to you suddenly. I, I hated it too, but I've had to talk about it like on every podcast, like the last three. Oh, so so I, it's probably I'm leaving. Reason. I'm leaving it to you. Everybody has been. It's brought. It, it's been brought up because we did like a worst of 2013 oh, and some other stuff. Yeah. And then I'm like, I hate it, and everyone's like, why? And then I have to talk about it. So I'll sit this one out. <laughs> you guys talk amongst yourselves. No, I. I to me, I'm just like, ah, I don't really give a shit. I'm actually glad that it got pushed back because that just means more time between now. And when it actually comes out, it just separates me from that film even farther. Um, but yeah, no, that's a that's a, a current event, and I think that's what they they are trying to do. They're, was was it? I thought I said something about it because uh, Ben Affleck had a leg injury. Is that correct, or was that no, just I, with rumor? It's I just a rumor. Heard, okay. Yeah. I just I just think it's just it's just um, DC's just feeling the heat. I don't think it's selling. I don't yeah. think the idea of a Superman movie. Has any? It's not. It's not going to have any pull. Right. But Batman sells. Yeah. So putting them together is probably not as strong as they want. And then they're going to try to go heads up with Marvel. Yeah. It ain't going to work. Ain't I just happen. recently learned that I can name everyone in the Justice League. Ooh, which, which incarnation? <laughs> I have no idea what that even means. <laughs> she thought she could name everyone in the Justice League. Oh, let's hear it. Let's hear it. Let's yeah. Go. Okay. Ooh. I don't know if I can do it. Pressure's on. Pressure's okay. on. We won't look at you. I don't care. 
That's, I'm going to stare you down. <laughs> Batman. Good. Superman. Right. The Flash. Green Lantern. Mm-hmm. Aquaman. Wonder Woman. Is there more? Are you, yep. <laughs> well, like, are you asking us? Or you yeah. <laughs> That's all I know. That's pretty good, though. Did That's I forget one? Martian. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. I, oh, I... <laughs> That's as far as I got. Except it, unless so, it, unless you're talking about the new 52 everyone, and then yeah, right. Right. Everyone was a was a loose term. I meant I could name six people in the Justice League. <laughs> <laughs> it's not bad. It's not it's, bad. It's really not. It's really not Thank bad. You. So uh, look, we got to take a quick commercial break right now. Um, and uh, when we come back, we're going to continue this. Not this conversation. We're going to be moving on to marching band. <laughs> I know you're all excited, I guys. Can, I am so excited about this. After the videos that I watched today, I am excited. I know nothing about this, but I'm super – I'm amped. I'm pumped. Let's do this. Give me a Red Bull. Um, I'm so, sensing sarcasm. Sponsorship. Not at all. No. Red Bull sponsorship. I, I, really, I really enjoyed everything that I saw. Um, so if you want to get in on the action, uh, give us a call, 909-989-0789, or hit us up on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash jackofallnerds, and we'll be right back. BS just won't do. ChaoticRadio.com All-American Plumbing. Yo, this is Blaine from the Launchpad. Now look, there's no secret that my favorite place, my thinking place, is the bathroom. More specifically, the toilet. Now when you enjoy life like I do, occasionally the festivities of life tend to block things up. And I'm not just talking about me, I'm talking about my toilet. When this happens, and my trusty old plunger won't get the job done, I call Anthony with All-American Plumbing. All-American Plumbing, 855-893-3601. With All-American Plumbing, you get that user-fixer confidentiality that you demand. I can't be having the whole world know about the log jam I'm needing to pay to get cleared. Right now you're doing that I understand look, because I know you do. 855-893-3601. Seriously, though. We take our cars in for service, we see doctors for checkups, but we never do anything for our plumbing. You know why? Because we wait until it breaks. And when it does, and I assure you it will, having a trusted company like All American Plumbing on your side is a must. 24-7 response times, flat rate billing regardless of the time you call, straightforward answers that are going to get to the bottom of your problem. These are the things you're going to need. Anthony and the guys at All American Plumbing will give you that peace of mind. All-American Plumbing, 855-893-3601. Their toll-free number again is 855-893-3601. That's 855-893-3601. Or find them on the web at aap-allamericanplumbing.com. That's aap-allamericanplumbing.com. All-American Plumbing. What's up, guys? Tune in every Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time for the Blaine Humble Show. That's right. Check me out every morning, 8 to 11, as we break down all things news, all things sports, all things topical, all the things that you want to know more about. Oh, and I get to do it in my weird way. The phone number for you to call in is 909-989-0789. That's 909-989-0789. Again, be sure to join me every weekday morning from 8 to 11, the Blaine Humble Show. Only on chaoticradio.com. Are you one of the many homeowners who owes more on your home than it's worth? 
Are you behind on your mortgage payment? Are you in pre-foreclosure? The Diaz organization buys houses in any condition. And best of all, you may even get up to $30,000 to relocate. They want to sell your house quickly, easily, and stress-free. What's more, you won't even be responsible for any repairs, and you can avoid timely delays of listing your property. Sell your house fast to a cash buyer and avoid destroying your credit. The Diaz organization can even stop foreclosure. They have helped many homeowners sell their homes and get out of their high-cost mortgage at no cost to them. Once again, you may even get up to $30,000 to relocate. Call the Diaz organization for a free analysis and more details. You can call us at 1-800-754-0590. Again, 1-800-754-0590. The Diaz Organization. We're here to help. This is Dave from the Dave Matthews Band for Rad. When you go out and party, get drunk, then drive, you're not only loaded, you're a loaded weapon. When you celebrate, designate. Choose a designated driver. Remember, music lives and so should you. A public service message brought to you by the U.S. Department of Transportation, Rad, the National Association of Broadcasters, and the Ad Council. If you're looking for a fun night out, check out the Etiwanda Roadhouse. Located conveniently off the 210 Freeway in Day Creek at 12853 Highland Avenue in Rancho Cucamonga. For food and fun, it doesn't matter what day of the week it is, the Roadhouse has you covered. With happy hour all day Sunday through Tuesday. A lunch menu 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. Monday through Friday. And nightly food specials including Build-A-Burger Mondays, Taco Tuesdays, Wing Wednesdays, Thursday Steak Nights, and Barbecue Sundays featuring NFL Sunday Ticket on 14 flat screens. Oh, and did I forget to mention live music and dancing on Friday and Saturday nights? Check us out on Facebook for news and event information at facebook.com forward slash e-roadhouse. That's facebook.com forward slash e-roadhouse. The Etiwanda Roadhouse, a gathering spot since 1927. The game is afoot, Watson. But Holmes, you've already captured Moriarty. Not here, Watson. I'm talking about over at The Dinner Detective, America's largest interactive murder mystery comedy dinner show where you can enjoy a delicious four-course plated dinner while you solve a hilarious murder case. And a tantalizing prize package awaits the top sleuth of the evening. Sounds like a good time, Watson. Pick us up some tickets. But how do I do such a thing, Holmes? It's elementary, Watson. Visit their website at www.thedinnerdetective.com or call them at the box office, 855-633-0080. Could I get that one more time, Holmes? Oh, Watson. The website again is www.thedinnerdetective.com, and the box office number is 855-633-0080. And if you're picking up tickets for the Ontario location, use the promo code CRIME to receive a $5 discount. Well, I'll get right on it, Holmes. Excellent, old boy. I'll be here playing my violin. But Holmes... ChaoticRadio.com is a 24-7 internet radio station. Very clever. Find us at www.chaoticradio.com and click listen now. Or download the Live 365 app from the iPhone and Android app store. Search for Chaotic Radio and enjoy. Holy moly, a rock just broke my windshield. What am I going to do? 
Call Holy Moly Auto Glass. That's right. HM Auto Glass is your locally owned and operated auto glass replacement company. Auto glass replacement? That sounds expensive. Not at all. Did you know if the crack in your windshield is smaller than three inches, we can do a repair? And in most cases, your insurance company will cover it. So, uh, can you fill my crack? Most definitely. But this one's really bad. It's almost across the entire windshield. No problem. Windshield replacements for most cars start at just $135. HM Auto Glass offers free mobile service and a lifetime warranty on all workmanship. So if you have a broken windshield, back glass or door glass, give us a call. 951-858-5190. That number again is 951-858-5190. Like us on Facebook or go to www.hmautoglass.com. Hey, bub, you're listening to the Jack of All Nerds on Chaotic Radio. Don't go anywhere, or else. Welcome back to the Jack of All Nerds on Chaotic Radio. Uh, We are sitting in the studio with Ryan H. Turner. And Which Lindsay is apparently Brooks. a big deal, guys. It is. It is. In fact, um, we have a caller that has been patiently waiting <laughs> to to talk to you. I think so. Let's uh, let's get them on the air right now. We have Tyler from Texas. Hello, Tyler. You're on the air with Jack of All Nerds. Hey, boys and girls. How you doing? Pretty Hi, good. First off, thank you so much for being super patient and waiting uh, to get on here with us. Yes. Oh, no, please, it's my honor. I usually follow, uh, you know, plumbers talking about removing shit from a toilet, so, you know, it's, it's, quite, the, it's quite an honor. <laughs> <laughs> so, boys, uh, you have to tell me, has uh, Ryan been sitting there and uh, flexing those muscles of his uh, the sure entire the time? He sure the hell has. He, he's an attractive man. No. He does have this one oh. pose with his finger up on his, on his head, and his arm is curled up that way. I've noticed. Oh, yeah, you guys, I mean, in the marching world, he's like the, the hot meat of the group. I mean, that's that's, that's the boy toy of, of the world. He's asking if I've known where the weight room is four times. <laughs> Does anybody know where the band room is? I think it's down the hall that yeah. way. Never mind, I'll find it. Has anyone seen my beach ball? It looks like this. <laughs> Have you seen my um, bass think... drum? It looks like this. Really yeah, appreciate the uh, comment there, Tyler. There. Good job. Yeah, please tell me he's sitting there with his purse. Is he sitting there with his purse? You have a man purse and you didn't bring it in? A <laughs> purse. Oh, oh it's, Tyler. It's a beauty to see. Yeah, it's, it's quite the sight. I mean, a full-grown man carrying a purse. I mean, it's, it's great, right? Well, when you're a sexy man, I guess it doesn't matter. He, uh, Sometimes you have things to carry. Yeah. I don't... He has been turning 50 shades of red in here tonight, though. I'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, beauty. Beauty. Funny, so, so, hey, Ryan. Yes, sir. Ryan, why don't you fill us in on, uh, you know, what uh, what this marching world and this drum corps thing has uh, has meant to you, and and why don't you explain to us, you know, the type of man that it's built you into be. Did you pre-screen these questions? <laughs> Did you, like, I spent all day on Facebook sending out these things to people saying, <laughs> here, you ask this, you ask this, you ask this. Make sure you tell them how good looking I am. Yeah. And we appreciate uh, other people doing our job for we us. Do. Here, so. We do. I did nothing to so, prepare for so this. So please, please answer the question. <laughs> what was that question again? What yeah, what, tell, what is it made? Tell how manly you are. My, tell how manly you are because of marching band. Yeah. 
It's really nothing to do with that. But eh, <laughs> you know, the the marching band activity as a whole, in in, in um in a quick ex- explanation, I think it provides kids a place to be in high school, and I think it provides them a uh, an opportunity to have a family and an opportunity to learn more about life than just going to school. Um, there's a lot of things that in a competitive marching band program, especially that kids can really get a lot out of. And uh, I think it is because of my involvement in high school marching band that led to where I am today, 25 some odd years later, as a designer and a judge and a, an instructor and a clinician. Um, I, I directly relate that back to my experience with uh, my high school band. And yeah, the, that, that's awesome. And the muscles. <laughs> and and all the muscles. Yeah, the yeah, muscles. yeah. Right. I was like, yeah, that's I a pretty probably... manly answer. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I should probably confess, just to kind of add on top of that, you know, I've never even met Ryan. And uh, Ryan is, is practically a brother to me, so. Wow. And that, that's the kind of thing that March Band does to does to people. Tyler Tyler is uh, has been a longtime online friend of mine. Uh, he he is marching in a drum bill corps that I was familiar with, and and we've just been really good friends. And you guys meet yeah. at like eDrummer.com, <laughs> something like that. What's what's the story there? Uh, <laughs> so good. They just don't get it, Tyler. <laughs> it's, it's a bond between you know men. You know, when, when you shower with all these men for years, it, it, there's a bond that's Okay, okay Tyler, let's let's that. um reel back on the whole shower thing. I just want you guys to know that <laughs> that tonight when Mike goes home, he's going to create a faux website of eDrummer.com. <laughs> Can't wait. And it's gonna go up on Jack of All Nerds. If nothing else, there's gonna be a commercial made. I'm just telling you right now. I can't wait. I'm so excited. <laughs> That's awesome. Anyway, uh, well, Tyler, we we really appreciate you calling in. Thank you. so Thanks, much. Thanks, Tyler. Hey, Tyler, Tyler, I got one. I got one word for you, brother. You know what it is, right? Hulk smash. No. Rad. Oh, rad. Yeah, it yeah, is pretty right, rad, brother. isn't it? <laughs> Thanks for calling in, man. All right, y'all. Good night. See you. Good night, Tyler. All right. Wow, those phones are exploding. Mr. Popularity. Okay. Living the dream over here, this guy. Yes. Should give out the numbers so people will call in some more, man. Keep me busy because I'm bored back here. How dare you? (laughs) Hey, why don't you go take a break, John? (laughs) (laughs) I'll take a nap. Turn out the lights. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna pose a question right now. Um, it's actually more of a statement. Maybe I'll turn it into a question. But uh, you can you can feel free to weigh in, John, if you want. Uh, like you can shut me up. Uh, I do. I can mute you. Oh, you know <laughs> so so yes, <laughs> yes, you can. <laughs> Literally, he can shut you up, John. <laughs> but uh, but in all seriousness, like I said, I did spend a good amount of time like looking up some videos and um I, I telling you earlier I saw that it was Ohio State in their Hollywood uh, tribute was single-handedly one of the most impressive things I've ever seen and I I watched a bunch of other ones just to get an idea for it and the precision mm-hmm. that is delivered on the field with while playing a song on instruments no less yeah. is ridiculous I mean I feel like I was honestly thinking like if our military worked this well, <laughs> like I, it just seems like it takes such discipline. Um, how do you how do you guys accomplish that? 
Well, most high school competitive marching bands have extensive band camps, and we I've always heard the the joke. At, I've know, heard about those. Yeah, you've heard about those. What? Uh, <laughs> band what, what, camp. What joke are you talking about? Oh, and this one time at yeah. band camp, there you I go. stuck that a flute in my pussy. Yeah, right, right, right. Not that one. That's yeah. so. Band camp is so. There goes boring. half of my audience. <laughs> Sorry, Ryan's Sorry. kids. <laughs> oh, shit. We Sorry, lost kids. Texas, guys. <laughs> Still 49 other states. And Guam. <laughs> but usually those competitive high school marching bands uh, deal with a lot of uh, instruction to lead up into the actual teaching of those shows. So mm-hmm. the, that precision comes from what we call basics. And it's um, and it all comes back from the, the military background from where bands come from. Mm-hmm. Um, so the kids have to learn how to march and how to move and how to play their horns and then how to march and move and play their horns at the same time. And that it's just a kind of a gradual process over the span of weeks. And you used to play and you know what that's like, um, Lindsay, and in mm-hmm. terms of just coordinating that. And it takes I'm, a while. And I'm not going to lie. My high school marching band was terrible. Where'd you go to school? We were awful. Where'd you go? Uh, I went to Chafee High School. Oh, and they're really good now. Great. Steve Yannick, if you're out there listening, you're a great director, congratulations, brother. Congratulations, because, because when they, I went there, they really have we were away. terrible. <laughs> and it was still hard. Yeah. Um, And it's not – and here's why we were terrible. Uh, Because my freshman year, we started out really strong. We actually had a really, really solid group my freshman year. And um, we did band camp all summer, and we had to march on, like, the 4th of July parade, yeah. which is, like, our right. our end goal of training, you know, for first. Sure. We have two band camps over summer. One right. is for 4th of July, which is, like, the initial, this is what marching band is like, and if you like it, come back in August. Um, and my freshman year was great. We had a fantastic show. Um, then we lost our director, and uh, we got in some new tool that everyone <laughs> hated. And he hated us, and he came in with something to prove um, instead of coming into a program that already worked and tried to – instead of trying to work with the kids that were there, he tried to sort of uh, make a name for himself, yeah. and we completely dissolved, and it was terrible. That's too bad. Yeah, it was. It was sad because I it actually is very fun. Like, we, we loved competing. We would go to competitions, yeah. and we were um, – we we started out as I think a triple A, mm-hmm. and then we went up to double. I don't remember if this if yeah. it goes up like that. Um, but God, we just got worse every year because we <laughs> could not pull it together enough to stop hating our band director. <laughs> um, our common goal as a band was to make him miserable. So it's always good to have goals. Yeah, <laughs> uh, unfortunately for him, um. We didn't have people writing our shows. Like we, oh, that would have been amazing to have someone come in and like create a program for us. Yeah. Uh, instead, he made us literally play "Hot, Hot, Hot" for three years, and I was like, "This Ouch. is terrible." Yeah. <laughs> that and, sounds awful. Oh, it's awful. And that, and that's really cool because it, that both of you, Derek and Mike, that don't have that experience with Marching Man, and then you go onto YouTube and see something like Ohio State University that, and they've gotten really popular all of a sudden especially this particular this past fall mm-hmm. that they put it together some really good shows and their videos went viral really fast because mm-hmm. of facebook and they were amazing and what they what they're really good at doing are the what they call the picture shows and they can do animation on the field so yeah. you got to see superman holding up a building and yeah. going yeah. into the phone booth and coming back out that's all really cool stuff 
um, that's one kind of a way of doing marching band. There's mm-hmm. there's other styles of marching band. There's the the southern type bands, the show bands that uh, you see on in drumline. Oh, okay. That's yeah, a, that's yeah, a right. style uh, in and of itself. Certainly, it's it's very entertaining and lots of people love it. Where I um, and a lot of the people that are probably going to end up calling on the show. Where we come from on the competitive side um, is more, quote, artistic. I don't want to go too deep into that because people say, oh, come on, it's just marching band. But it is. It's um, uh, We put together one show for the entire fall season, mm-hmm. and we work really hard to perfect it. And those shows are extremely intricate in a different way than what you would see Ohio State University doing mm-hmm. with an animation-type show. So, yeah, right. some of the I saw some of the videos from like um like I was looking at trying to like more local stuff like mm-hmm. RCC and things oh, like RCC that. Oh, RCC is a great example. And RCC and there was great. more like uh more shapes yeah, and, right. and stuff That's in there. That's what ours was too. Is that yes. we were we were all right. about formations as opposed to like right. creating pictures, but we would try to create a theme. Um like there I'm trying to think of an example. Um when I was in high school, Upland High School had yep. an amazing marching band. One year they did this like Miss Saigon yeah, show right. that was fantastic. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> uh, and like Altaloma, also I'm a big musical theater nerd, so this is, uh, you know, Altaloma did a whole season of Newsies, which I was <laughs> in awesome. love right. with. Right. And, nice. and so those are the kind of shows that I'm familiar with and that I actually enjoy because that's what I grew up. And it's really doing. cool to hear you say that because I've been in Southern California my entire life and this is where I've built my business, although I write all over the country, but my, my home base here is in Southern California. I love the Southern California marching band activity. I think there's so many great things out there. And you just named two schools, Altaloma and Upland, that are both just fantastic programs fantastic. run by great directors. And and you come from a high school, um, and I'm also kind of a history nerd of the marching band activity here in Southern California. Chafee High School used to be a, just a, an unbelievably huge powerhouse back in the 70s. Yeah, my mom uh, was under Jack Mercer. Jack Mercer, that's yeah. exactly so my right. My mom yep. was a marching band at Chafee oh, High yeah, School. Jack Mercer. Yeah. <laughs> Do they need us, Mike? No. <laughs> we're we're going to step out. We're going to have a coffee. Yeah, that's great. Have a, <laughs> so um, yeah, we uh, get band John, nerds together. I'm John, just, uh, just yeah. let us know when, it's, uh, when we need to come back for the break. <laughs> yeah, no problem. I'll just walk on out. Happy on the shoulder. We'll just, <laughs> we'll just reintroduce our guests and uh, head on out. You want to catch a movie? We'll just act like we were here the whole time. Yeah. We can just no, watch no Drumline over and over. No, Jack Mercer is actually one of the most well-known band directors, yeah. I think, in Southern California. He, he is a definite legend in the world of band directing. Like, does he have a Wikipedia page? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Because if he does, I'll become an expert right now while you guys are talking. <laughs> he has... And I'll join in on this conversation. <laughs> he has a gazebo. <laughs> in Ontario. So clearly wait, he's wait. someone. I've seen that. That's the Jack Mercer gazebo. I know him now. Down I feel like we're we're like this. We're kin spirit, kindred spirits now. I had no idea Ontario has a gazebo. Well, no clue. Learn things. <laughs> I, lo- I love that we get guests that don't even know you that don't rip even on you. Know you. I'm sorry. This I'm podcast. <laughs> this is. I, if you haven't noticed, I quit doing bands to do improv comedy. That means I'm just an a-hole. <laughs> which, which actually, that brings up a question uh, that I had for you guys. Um, based on what I saw, there's a lot. I mean, there's so much movement happening that there's got to be a tremendous amount of trust uh, on the people around mm-hmm. you. Great point. So. Is it is do you guys like form this like serious bond with each other or are there like rivalries because I mean I would feel like from the perspective of it you you have to work together as a team to make it happen but are there egos involved like no I want that spot there are I want to be in that part of the line 
Uh, it's usually by section. It's sections. There mm -hmm. are section rivalries. Um, you know, everyone hates Drumline, and uh, not the movie. Like everyone hates the Drumline. <laughs> well, no, everyone hates the movie too. That's it's not fine. true. It's you know, sorry, Nick, if you're listening. We liked you. <laughs> just let him drum. Um, <laughs> just let the man drum. <laughs> Uh, I personally of, hate Nick Cannon, so it's fine. There, there are always a lot of section rivalries, um, and there's even rivalries within your section because uh, there is competition to become section leader, and there is always the need to prove your or the first chair person. First chair, right. right? So yeah, there is absolutely competition, and there's rivalry, but it's with you are a unit within your own section, and so mm -hmm. it's like all the clarinet players hate all the. Trombone players or whatever. Yo, at them trumpets, dog. <laughs> just like that. Just like sure. that. Just like that. Wow. I, I want to see. I want to see an episode of Gangland where it's just all, all marching band rivalries. Pretty intense. <laughs> Overwhelming. Um, in the in the in the top marching band programs that really have their acts together, um, that rivalry is usually healthy. I would like to say, mm -hmm. and that it's uh, really what they promote, though, is the more of the teamwork for the entire unit, that everybody is working towards that same common goal, whatever that goal is, whatever that organization's goal is. Like in my high school when it was to bring down the band directors <laughs> that we all hated. To make his life miserable, right. That's, yeah. yeah. How, did, uh, how did you even start on this path that, that you are now on? Uh, when I was in high school, I um, my director in my senior year actually gave me the opportunity to write the drill for a drum solo that was going to be done for a special homecoming performance. He looked at me and said, do you want to write the drill? And I said, sure. And I, I had just been hooked ever since. And it's the strangest thing to, to say, but to be able to sit back um, in front of a computer, I have an animation program that I use to put these shows together. To be able to sit back and to quote, choreograph this movement of multiple people on the field to music and then see it come to life is, um, is really a, a different experience, but it's a very fulfilling experience and, and quite frankly, it's addicting. I just love it. I absolutely love writing drill. So it started back in high school, and I was just blessed with uh, really great opportunities and great mentors along the way that helped guide me and kind of guide me down that path that you talk about. So that in Southern California specifically where I started, it started with teaching and writing and getting more and more and just getting my name out there and networking. And, uh, Lindsay, how did you get involved? Oh, goodness. Uh, I started playing when I was in third grade. Um, you know, just in every elementary school, you have the music program where you start with, like, song flutes, and then you <laughs> pick your instrument of choice. And uh, a lot of the, my friends would, you know, start on saxophone and then end up on drums. And then, you know, they switched every year. And I actually stayed uh, on clarinet through college. Um, and so I played through junior high, and I played into high school. And uh, originally, I actually had no intention of doing marching band um, because I wasn't a huge fan of it. It wasn't really my style. Um but uh, it was a requirement to be in the music program at all. You had to do marching band. Um, and so I did it, and um, I actually ended up really liking it uh, because I am very competitive. Uh, <laughs> and um, it, it's fun to try and be the best at something, even if you're terrible at it. And I, and I was fine at it. Um, I was ended up being section leader in my junior and senior year of high school, um, they asked me to audition to be drum major, and I politely declined because uh, 
that is something it's so hard it's such a hard job to be in charge of a bunch of your peers and I had no desire to do that um but then I went on to college and uh had a scholarship to college and I played uh for my first couple years in college but uh then I started getting more involved in theater and stuff and so I've actually I haven't played a whole lot since college but uh yeah it it opened a lot of doors for me as far as like scholarships and Mm -hmm. uh making connections and that sort of thing so yeah could you still do it yeah yeah probably yeah I think so I feel like it's one of those things if I if I did a refresher course (laughs) uh if I went to a week of band camp I probably would be fine it's tiring though and I'm old and I don't want to (laughs) (laughs) well uh we we do have to uh, take another commercial break here in just a second Uh, but when we come back I actually would like to unveil the mystery of band camp like I actually want to know a little bit more about what goes on because obviously if you're you know, if you're dealing with high school kids, you know, it can't be, I mean, I guess it could be, but it can't be too militaristic and, and strict. I mean, I'm sure there's fun activities you guys do, right? Mm-hmm. So I'd like to I'd like to hear a little bit more about that. Um, so we are talking about marching band here on Jack of All Nerds. If you uh, want to call in and weigh in or make fun of us, um, <laughs> 909-989-0789, or message us on Facebook, and we'll give you a shout-out on the air, facebook.com forward slash jackofallnerds, and we will be right back. BS just won't do. ChaoticRadio.com Holy moly, a rock just broke my windshield. What am I going to do? Call Holy Moly Auto Glass. That's right, HM Auto Glass is your locally owned and operated auto glass replacement company. Auto glass replacement? That sounds expensive. Not at all. Did you know if the crack in your windshield is smaller than three inches, we can do a repair? And in most cases, your insurance company will cover it. So, uh, can you fill my crack? Most definitely. But this one's really bad. It's almost across the entire windshield. No problem. Windshield replacements for most cars start at just $135. HM Auto Glass offers free mobile service and a lifetime warranty on all workmanship. So if you have a broken windshield, back glass or door glass give us a call 951-858-5190 that number again is 951-858-5190 like us on facebook or go to www.hmautoglass.com It's the Hollywood Rock and Wrap Up with your host, Jason Hadley. Georgia police are placing blame on Dad Sugar Bear after Honey Boo Boo's family was involved in a car crash earlier this month. No doubt Sugar Bear fought tooth and nail to prove his innocence, which, by the way, much easier to do when you only have the one tooth. Russell Johnson, who played the professor on Gilligan's Island, passed away at the age of 89. The professor and Marianne were simply known as And the Rest until they changed the opening credits. So, Russell Johnson, may you and the rest in peace. Arrested for cocaine possession during the raid on Justin Bieber's home, his friend Lil Zah is trying to play the race card. Granted, Zah might have been the only black guy in the house, but they did take his cocaine, and that's white. Speaking of a little white being taken away, the last female munchkin from The Wizard of Oz died at 95. Honoring the famous little person, Friends and family are expected to gather for a short service. And that's the Hollywood Rock and Wrap Up. Follow us on Twitter at Rock and Wrap Up. Hey, party people! If you're hosting a party, meeting, wedding, reunion, or any other event, you need to pull up a chair and listen. There is no easier way to simplify your party planning 
and make your event memorable than to call Don and Tim at Pull Up a Chair Party Rental. We're family owned and operated. We're proud to share the highest quality equipment in the industry, kept in perfect condition. We'll always exceed your expectations with our reliable service, free planning, consultations, and monthly specials. We have a chair for every affair. Let us pull up a chair for your event, mention Chaotic Radio, and get an additional 10% discount. Find us at www.pullupachairpr.com or call Don and Tim at 909-921-4936. Once again, that number 909-921-4936. Pull up a chair, party rental. Thanks for asking, but I'd rather not send you nude pictures. I'm camera shy. I already said no. Under my clothes, I'm a robot. My webcam is broken. I'm worried they'll get passed around school. I have a rash. I have nudophobia. I have lizard skin. I'm a vampire, so I don't show up in pictures anyways. Your badgering has really killed the mood. When someone is pressuring you to do something you don't want to, how many ways can you say no before they get the message? Let us know at that'snotcool.com. Brought to you by the Ad Council. What's what on Wednesday nights? Under the covers with Mark. That's what's what. Every Wednesday night from 8 to 10 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, only on chaoticradio.com. Listen in to hear bands play live in studio, catch comedians chatting with me and you, and interviews with notable personas from all walks of life. Under the covers with Mark. Every Wednesday night from 8 to 10 p.m., only on chaoticradio.com. Is your interest rate higher than 3.5%? If the answer is yes, call American Financial Network today to lower your interest rate. Even if you have refinanced in the last couple of years, save money on your interest charges over the next 15 years by reducing the term of your mortgage. Even if you owe more on your home than it's worth, you may qualify for a new government program, HARP, which gives underwater homeowners the opportunity to refinance with no appraisal required. American Financial Network is a direct lender. Call American Financial Network today. Licensed mortgage. Bankers are standing by to assist you at 1 800 451 3790. That's 800 451 3790. There is no obligation and no application fee. Call 800 451 3790. That's 800 451 3790. Remember, rates are subject to change at any time. That's 800 451 3790. American Financial Network, financing the American dream. American Financial Network, Inc. All rights reserved. Certain restrictions apply. Licensed by the California Department of Corporations. California Financial Lender License Number 6031871. You're listening to the Deadpool Show, starring me, Deadpool. And with me, as always, are my three favorite lackeys, the less successful Christian Slater man. And that's really saying something. And Vin Diesel, before the steroids. And who could forget the man in the booth? Well, except everyone, because, you know, he's in the booth. <laughs> what? What do you mean that's not on the cards? Oh, all right. You're listening to the Jack of All Nerds on Chaotic Radio. <laughs> It's chaotic. I'm going to go get some pancakes. Welcome back to the Jack of All Nerds on Chaotic Radio. We are uh, talking about marching band tonight. It's exciting stuff. Uh, we actually have a uh, a call on the line. We have Matt calling. Now listen up. Apparently, girls just want to have fun, but Matt just wants to argue with Lindsay. So let's uh, let's get him on the line and find out what's going on. Hi. Hello, Matt. You're Hi, on Matt. the air. Hey, what's going on, everybody? 
Matt, you have a great radio voice. Why, thank you very much, Lindsay. Is this how you guys argue? Because it sounds very polite so far. This is not the rivalry (laughs) I was expecting. This is what happens when Ryan gets all his friends to call in, and then I have to get all my friends to call in, and then they have to learn things about me. Well, yeah, here's the thing. I'm not calling to support you. I I know you're not. I just found out that you were in marching band. (laughs) Nice. Whoopsie. That sounds like like something one of my friends would do. Well, like, the thing is, I don't understand marching bands. Like, we'll, we'll start out with high school, right? Okay. Okay, marching band, yeah, it's cool if you want to be a band and play with your friends and all that great stuff. Uh, you know, it's good for you. But to make a full spectacle out of it, I mean, that's a little too much. Like, people are going to watch a football game. They're not going to go watch, like, 35 kids march around in an Ouch. square formation on the field. I Ooh. should tell you that Matt is an actor, <laughs> so all he does is make a spectacle out of himself every day. <laughs> Sometimes yeah, but not I a waited. football field, but streaking. Yeah, well, that's the other thing. I was a, a high school and college athlete first. Congratulations. Yeah. Golf? And, golf team? Uh, uh, yeah, I wish. I, I would have been smarter if you, I would have done that. You murdered that table tennis, guys. <laughs> hey, you know, ping pong is a very uh, <laughs> a very tough sport, okay? His um, forearm is so strong. <laughs> yeah, I just turned it into my pimp hand. Oh. Um, the thing is, you know, like, luckily, our university didn't have a, a big marching band. Uh, our high school, however, did. We had, like, four buses full of kids. Nice. And uh, we actually had one kid on our football team who was a band performer his entire high school career and joined football just to get that letter for his jacket and uh, would actually change out of his football pads at halftime and put on his marching band stuff and go out there and play. We had a couple of people uh, I mean, multitasking is a great thing as far as employment opportunity goes, sure. uh, but I don't, I don't think that's the right place for uh Well, here's what I'm going to tell school. you. As when I was in high school, uh, the marching band didn't want to be at the football game as much as you didn't want us at the football game. Uh, our football <laughs> team was terrible. <laughs> oh, sorry. Well, then why would they force you to do that? I mean, it's like it's like um, child slavery. It's not that, You know, actually, they're doing a major disservice to you. We honestly used it as a rehearsal. Um, we we had a competitive team, um, and... <laughs> you had during... a competitive team? Oh, Matt. This is good. I feel like you need to weigh in on this, sir. <laughs> uh, no, honestly, we didn't care about the football team. I, we were there to, to practice our show um, and do what we needed to do. So, so Matt, were you a football player? Yes, I was. Oh, so I was a I was a football player and a volleyball player. So what was your is, what was your argument about the band guy doing football and doing band at the same time as being something it, wrong? Well, the, the, yeah, the thing is, you can't dedicate yourself a hundred percent to two things at the same time. It's impossible. It's either pick one or pick the other. Um, you know, so if if you really wanted to to be a marching band, which hey, you know, it's great for you if that's your Let's go back to the the original argument that you uh, so eloquently put that uh, nobody is there to watch a bunch of kids run around with instruments. Uh, they're just there to watch a football game. Correct. <laughs> please. That's that, please. that's pretty much it. Uh, I mean, if you want to go to a, a band competition, you go to a band competition. If you want to go to a, a, a football game, you you go to a football game. Uh, I, I, I mean, I can understand the need for some sort of halftime 
entertainment, I guess, but nobody's paying attention. So it's like, I mean, is it really helping these kids out that they get a lackluster cheer, like doing a, a bad joke at a open mic night down at uh, down at Cougar's Locker, or is it uh, is it better that they uh, get the proper arena to showcase showcase their uh, their talent? Well, it seems like your your exposure probably comes from a, probably a poor high school representation because I've been to plenty of high school halftime shows at football games where the crowd is extremely supportive of the band and the football team and the football coaching staff has a really good relationship with the bands. Typically, a high school marching band is really the number one purpose is to provide that spirit and support for the athletics. Um, the, com- the competitive side of things where I come in and where band directors hire me to come in and help or hire other people like me to come in and help and help them in the competitive world, that's, that's apart from what their main goal is for the school, to support the, the pep, if you will, and, and that spirit of the school. At least that's how it is here in Southern California. I don't know how it is uh, around the, uh, the rest of the country. There are some absolute super powerhouse bands across the country, nationally ranked kind of high school marching bands that just do unbelievable things on the field. Um, I don't know what their relationship is with their school uh, athletics, mostly football, because that's the number one sport. Um, but I, I don't agree with you at all on your contention, unless your high school specifically was like that, that uh, that didn't support the high school band, because it's, it's definitely there. Uh, not always, I do agree with you, it's not always there. But on the, on the good schools that have good relationships between directors and the, and the coaching staffs, absolutely. Take that, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, I guess our school was one of those uh, those good marching band schools. However, when I also coached there, I didn't see any sort of that uh, that uh, camaraderie between the uh, athletics and the uh, the band well, department. And I would say that's part of the problem is that there is not that. Uh, I mean, it was the same at my high school. We didn't have a great relationship with our um, sports department i guess in the same you know we we showed up and we did what we were supposed to do and we went it, it was not it definitely wasn't a strong relationship and i just seen it and i've just read something recently about a high school uh, coach that came out on the field and tried to shove a drum major off the podium because their halftime show was going too long they wanted to bring the you know football team out on the field and it causes big uproar but on the other hand i know that at my high school at pasadena high school we had a great relationship with our coach who was a legendary tom hamilton for anybody out there that's listening that remembers tom hamilton a, a yeah. great relationship so it all depends on the administration that kind of support that the type of school and what have you but matt look at what time does it brought us together you're a well, football player and i was in band and now look at us we're friends well in all fairness and, he and said he didn't friends. know <laughs> Thank God we grew up. Your relationship is based on a lie. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, but um, I've seen band as a, a distraction as far as the, uh, that example that you just brought up about the coach being stupid and trying to push a drum major off of a podium. I mean, that's dumb. But uh, we've had to de- delay, you know, starting the second half of games due to band pulling trailers full of instruments off of the field. Yeah. Uh, and it's kind of a, a major distraction when you're in a very intense game. You go in the locker room, you have your game plan, you make your yep. adjustments, your you know your adrenaline is still up, yep. and you need to go out there and execute as quick as possible. Totally agree with you, um, Matt. I'm gonna I'm gonna execute a question for you: Varsity Blues or Drumline? <laughs> Ooh, I don't know, 
man. Nick Cannon is Nick Cannon is one tough cookie. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna have to go with Varsity Blues though. Okay. Who all right. Does it? Such is that a, James Bain? Really a shocking answer. I actually <laughs> didn't see that one coming at all. Um, yeah. Matt, we uh, we do have another caller, so uh, we're gonna have to let you go. But I really appreciate you calling in. Um, Not really though. I do, opinion. Matt. No, I think Matt brought up a great point. Oh. He did. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, all right, you fine. You brought up a good. It's a great you, talking Matt. point. All right, take care, Matt. All right, take care, Matt. Sorry, guys. I was trying to be team marching man. Sorry. I'm trying to. Trying to, trying to spark some I, I would here. just like to state that, that Ryan gave this really eloquent response, yes. and you followed it up with, take that, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Things are getting too smart on this show. <laughs> that's all That's all we well, can I wanted, bring to the conversation. I wanted to say to him, I make touchdown, coach, give me banana. But I, <laughs> I didn't want to insult him. You totally should have. <laughs> I was trying to be respectful. <laughs> Right, so I just—I mean, I mean, football players—they—they they have a purpose in school, I guess, and and you know, mm-hmm. and the band has a purpose too. And I just—I don't—I—I I don't see why there has to be that sure. issue. I, I, I would think say, it's a bunch of crap. I would say the most useless thing uh, in any game would probably be the cheerleaders because they're. Their role in anything Talk about that a they distraction. do. I, you know what I mean? Like, I, their purpose and usefulness on the field, other than just to make old men be creepy, uh, there's no other reason for them to be on the field. None whatsoever. All right. Well, we got uh, we got Derek from Riverside on the line, so let's, uh, let's get him going. Hello, Derek. You're on the air with Jack of All Nerds. Hi. How's it going? Pretty good, sir. Thank you uh, for your patience and waiting uh, to, to talk to us. No problem. No problem. We just shut some haters down, you know what I'm saying? So <laughs> <laughs> good. There was a, there's a, a little comment uh, on your call in here that says Little Ryan, and I'd like to know what that oh. backstory is. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> well, first of all, I have to say hi, Ryan. Cause, hi, hi you know, Yeah. He taught at the high school that I was in the marching band at. He was the drill writer. And, uh, well, I'm, I'm kind of an amateur door writer, and he taught me a few things and kind of showed me the ropes on some stuff. Nice. Thanks. That's yeah, the story behind that. Do you, uh, do you, wor- <laughs> do you work out? <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, I'm really scrawny. Uh, <laughs> he is. He is. I guess it could be taken that way, a little, little, little Ryan. Ryan. I, yeah. You know. But it could be like that could be his first lesson in drill, in drill writing. All right, first of all, you got to get really buff and sexy, and then you can start using this animation program. It helps your game if you are attractive. You open with attractive, and then yeah. bring up. You want people to take you seriously? You better be attractive. Derek, Derek is a very, very talented up-and-coming drill designer. He um, uses an online program. As a matter of fact, you guys could actually go to it. It's called micromarching.com. And he puts together animations of uh, of drill, and I can see through his abilities uh, just through that that he has a, a definite future as a drill designer. Scary too that um, once he gets his hands on a real animation program and we can work together, I can hopefully show him as others had showed me in my past and just kind of pay it forward. You see a talent out there, you want to want to help that person along. So Derek is definitely one of those people. I have a question for Derek. Uh, Absolutely. Hi, Derek. It's lovely. Um, what is your favorite type of music to do drill for? Like, I really like shows that are musical. <laughs> but, like, do you like to do drill for, you know, like, pop music? 
I really again? do want to know. I really want to know. What's your favorite kind of, of shows to write? Um, wait, kind of drill or the music? The, yeah, like what, kind of, what kind of music style? Like to, yeah, write drill for. Uh, it, you know what? It's honestly like a big variation between like classical, rock, you know, basically the pretty much anything. <laughs> Justin Bieber. Yeah. yeah. You know, in the world of competitive high school marching band, the, the, there's so many different styles of music out there. Um, uh, and it's hard to say what's – the yeah. music means everything. Everything that we do as drill designers is is based upon the music. And the um, I think there, if there are any other drill designers listening out there, they'll probably agree with me that the how easy it is to come up with ideas and staging opportunities and what have you completely 100% depends on how great the music arrangement is or the composition is. Mm -hmm. um, and in recent years, due to um, the cost that it costs uh, for band directors to get licensing, um, they are turning more and more to composers to actually write original music for them. And so that music usually falls within a kind of a symphonic, almost a film score-ish type uh, genre uh, versus, uh, you know, a band that will come out and do uh, the music to Grease or Phantom of the Opera or something like that. Mm -hmm. Something where, where you can have uh, show music out there as well. Um, uh, there are some composers out there that don't allow their music to be played by marching bands, believe it or not. <laughs> really? Um, yeah, as a matter of fact, one of them happens to be, and I don't know how some people get around it. At least at least it's been known to made known to made known to me. Excuse me. I'm having a stroke. Um, <laughs> is that the music by John Williams is not generally uh, released oh, really? for uh, bands to be oh. playing on the on the field? And Which I imagine people do anyway. They do, and I don't know how they get around it. But uh, uh, and there are several other composers out there that just absolutely will not say that the integrity of their composition will be sullied <laughs> by a marching band. I wrote Star Wars. You will not play that on the field. <laughs> How dare you? So now this might be an even going on a nerdier question than well, even we're that. in the right show right? for it. Um, because this is something that I'm actually not familiar with as well. If you want to do a show, like if you want to do a West Side Story or if you mm -hmm. want to license, do you, you have to go through like musical theater licensing or is it all through ASCAP? As ASCAP, mostly. Hey, you MBMI. watch your language. This is a family show. <laughs> Roadhouse. <laughs> Roadhouse. <laughs> you sound really great. Oh, thank you. Well, Telling you, it's we'll gonna be infectious. <laughs> uh, Derek, did you have any other questions yes. for us? Actually, uh, I didn't have any questions, but I did want to weigh in on something. Uh -oh. uh, Go ahead. The uh, I did something over this last summer. It's called uh, Drum and Bugle Corps. Uh, under the uh, association known as DCI or Drum Corps International, and it's uh, it's basically the major league of marching band. And uh, you know it sounds kind of crazy, but it's it actually does exist. So I just want to look at you guys know about that. I was just in, I was just telling them that uh, your dad played on the bumper music, the music of Carolina Crown, who won yeah. the world championship for Drum Corps International this past summer. Um, and yeah, in Indianapolis. <laughs> So, yeah, and, and I wish I could have – I should have brought my laptop and could have played some examples of what drum bill core is for these guys because it is um, – for people that are not in the activity, I always say uh, drum bill core is like marching band on steroids. 
It's yeah. just brass and Actually, drums. When so. I was looking at videos, look I, I came up. There was more uh, DCI stuff oh, than there was it. marching band oh, stuff. Oh, okay. So, so you, yeah, you got to play. But that goes back to the rivalry thing that we were talking about earlier. Is that I could never be in drum and bugle corps because As a clarinet I don't player, play right. either one of those things. And so uh, <laughs> when we had people in our in our marching band that were also in a corps, they would come and go, "This in drum bugle corps," and you're like, "Sorry, you're single." <laughs> it's not true i'm sure they're successful and happy yeah. and married. well the drum and bugle corps thing i know when derek went it was really hardcore for him um he actually ended up with this really severe um foot uh injury that he was dealing with and he still was out there with this injury he pulled his groin uh there was all kinds of problems and he was still out there they were putting in hours that were ridiculous we were hearing reports from the core as they were coming back and i can guarantee you there is no football program in the nation that even comes close to the amount of training that these people to go through yeah they they did a study on a uh, and i wish i'm my brain's a little frazzled right now but they did a study um and i don't remember what university did but they hooked them up with monitors and it was a, a i think it was a member of a drum and corps that no longer in existence, but back in the 90s was really big, called Starve Indiana. I think I got my story right. And the amount of uh, the heart rate per minute and the uh, exertion level was far in in excess of anything that they expected, and was at the level of a football player. So they don't that Matt. They don't uh, yeah. <laughs> Matt. So they don't Matt. they don't just play drums and eat bugles. Bunions. <laughs> 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 I was totally oh. thinking of the wrong thing. <laughs> Clearly uh, messed this up. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, well, Derek, thank you so much for calling in. We uh, we definitely no appreciate it. Thanks, Derek, dude. All right. All right. Have a good Thanks night. Yeah. You too. Bye bye. Alrighty. So um, I also have a question that uh, somebody posted on our Facebook page uh, for you, Ryan. Yes. Uh, from uh, Robert Michelson oh. asked. <laughs> Do you think that fundraising is one of the issues facing high school marching bands these days? Oh, absolutely. Um, there, again, I, I don't know the specifics. Um, there was a recent ruling by the ACLU that is forbidding marching band programs from requiring their members from having to pay a fee. To you be want part the specifics? You would have the specifics, yeah, John. I, have I know. All the specifics but I, on but that. but in but in essence, um, the band directors are no longer allowed to have a have kids pay a fee whatever that fee is to to help um, that budget of that competitive marching band so bands do rely on fundraisers a lot and it's extremely important and they and they always have but i think it's even more important now uh with this aclu uh, ruling mm -hmm. and the reason why is because the band band directors i'm sorry marching band programs don't receive that kind of support for purchasing music or hiring staff members like myself or designers like myself um, to pay for the buses to go to shows, um, and pay for facilities and what have you. It's just that's a, it's in a pretty expensive proposition. Mm -hmm. So fundraising is extremely important. So do you guys you guys do you know band related stuff for like you know marching car washes, marching base hills? <laughs> oh. Marchathons. Marchathons. Well, you know the fundraising stuff is actually way more extensive than that. Um, because because the traditional fundraisers like the car washes and things like that that the football teams and cheerleaders do, they're not enough to support a program uh marching band program typical marching band program probably spends about a quarter of a million dollars a year yeah. to Jesus. keep the program alive and they get maybe ten thousand dollars a year from the district just to go to one show um a program can spend anywhere from eight to ten thousand dollars on buses yeah. 
Um, that's just to go to one competition. Um, get a, give you an example. One of the bands I work with this weekend is doing a fundraiser where they are actually selling mattresses. Um, yeah, they, they get creative. They sell Christmas trees. They do all kinds of things. Um, uh, as a matter of fact, uh, King Band has an alumni group that does commercial shoots. If you see the Verizon commercial that's uh, out there right now with the marching band, uh, that's actually King Band's alumni marching organization that's doing that. Um, they also have done several commercials uh, for other groups, Harry's Law, Rizzoli and Isles, lots of TV shoots. Those pay them a little money. They have to get creative because the ACLU has literally taken – every bit of fundraising that they had available to them away from them with the, with the lawsuits. And that's primarily the state of California where that's happening. It's not across the nation yet, but it is mm -hmm. getting there. And, and one of the things I used to be involved with the Riverside Kingsman and uh, they, from a business standpoint, they had multiple streams of income and they had to do that just in order to survive because there was no support from the district. And it's, it's not a bag on the district. It's just the way things are. It's just, that's just how it is. Mm -hmm. So in order for the kids to have that experience, to be able to um, have the joys of competition and, and all of the benefits of a competitive high school marching band, King, the Kingsmen really had to work really hard at developing multiple streams of income. Um, and they're, they're really good at it. Mm -hmm. Very, very good. Drug dealing, guys. <laughs> Good source, of, good source of income. Breaking band. Breaking um, band. There's a market for it. I see another <laughs> picture coming on. Oh. Breaking yes. band. Making the poster tonight. Uh, <laughs> he will. So drummer.com. Yeah, that's, that's what I do. There you go. Um, now with uh, with getting back to uh, band camp, do do the programs have to pay for members to attend that, or is that like parents or personal like they pay for people I know to attend? That. Um, at least at my high school and in the high schools in our district, we didn't go away to band camp. We mm. had it at school. It was okay. just a day program. Um, so we would show up at seven in the morning and stay okay. until three o'clock in the afternoon, four right. o'clock in the afternoon. Mm. We actually, we never went away to like a summer camp. But is there still, I assume there's people that you guys pay to come in and do that? Uh, we or? did. We would have our band director there. We would also, um, the section leaders would run rehearsal, like music rehearsals and, um, we did have uh, drill instructors that we would hire to come in and do just the marching aspect of it. Mm -hmm. um, and they would be there for um, three of the five days that we were at camp. But calling you guys it, maggots making you yeah. do push-ups. <laughs> uh, they didn't call us names, but we absolutely had to do push-ups. Yeah. Um, push-ups is about as far as we went as like <laughs> hazing or, or as a discipline type of thing. We didn't. There wasn't a lot of like go run laps or anything, but we did have to do a lot of. Yeah. I didn't because I'm perfect, but um, <laughs> a lot of people had to do wow. push-ups. <laughs> I was a very I was a very goody two shoes in high school, and so I, I never got in trouble. <laughs> I never got in trouble. And when we refer to the the term band camp, it does sound like you're going to go away to some place. Yeah. And and there are some programs that that do that. So as a matter of fact, I'm being text um, receiving a text from the assistant or one of the directors at Arcadia High School, which is the largest high school marching band in the state of California. Oh, Arcadia really? High. They oh, kicked yeah. our oh. butts so hard. <laughs> the Apache marching band. Oh, God, I hated them. I used to work uh, with that band from 1988 to 1995. Um, just a fantastic organization. Um, so uh, they do go away to a band camp up in Idlewild every year. Oh, okay. and they, they just call it music camp. Um, there's a meadow out there, and they march on the meadow. They don't really learn drill at that time, but mm -hmm. they do learn the marching basics, and they um, put together the field show music and i think they probably still do that to this very day 
Um, but most other programs don't have that um, that ability. They usually have their band camp in school, yeah, just, just like uh, Lindsay itself. Out. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, we do have to take another commercial break. Um, <laughs> Studio is falling down. It is. Um, we have. <laughs> we we are talking marching band here. If you want, uh, call in and uh, let us know your own experiences. 909-989-0789 or messages on Facebook if you have any questions for anyone. Uh, Facebook.com forward slash Jack of All Nerds, and we will be right back. Radio.com is a 24-7 internet radio station. Very clever. Find us at www.chaoticradio.com and click listen now. Or download the Live 365 app from the iPhone and Android app store. Search for Chaotic Radio and enjoy. Those old drab cupboards making your kitchen into more an eyesore than the warm and inviting family gathering place it should be? The new cabinets from Sapling Woodworks may be the answer you've been looking for. New cabinets are an affordable way to raise your property value and beautify your home. And the guys at Sapling Woodworks do it all. Kitchens, baths, entertainment centers, bookcases, wall units, custom furniture, molding, mantles, entry doors, closet systems, garage cabinets. With more than 20 years of experience, no job is too big or too small for the craftsmen at Sapling Woodworks. Sapling Woodworks has their own in-house design, installation, and refinishing professionals and is fully licensed and bonded. If you're ready to Give your home the makeover it so desperately needs. Give Sapling Woodworks in Montclair a call today at 909-996-3293. 909-996-3293. Call Sapling Woodworks at 909-996-3293. California State Contractors License Number 86293. Hey, this is Kate Pearson from the B-52s for Red. Getting drunk is your own business, but when you drive drunk, you make it everybody's business. Don't drink and drive. Be responsible, plan ahead, and choose a designated driver. Remember, music lives, and so should you. A public service message brought to you by the U.S. Department of Transportation, RAD, the National Association of Broadcasters, and the Ad Council. In a time of unstable housing prices, one man can get you top dollar for your property. And his name is Brock. Brock Lesnar? No, Brock Hoobry. One man understands the trends in the ever-changing real estate markets. And his name is Brock. Brock Obama? No, Brock Hoobry. In these tumultuous times of crooks, swindlers, shysters, scam artists, and bait-and-switch fiends, one man stands as a champion of the people, a realtor you can trust, and his name is Brock. Brock Hoobry? That's right. Brock Hoobry. 
If you're looking to sell your home, look no further than Brock Hubri at Prudential California Realty. The Hubri Group can help home sellers understand buyer expectations to help you get top dollar for your home. Let Brock assist you in finding your dream home or selling your current home. Call the Hubri Group at 909-758-6792 or visit BrockWithTheRock.com. That's BrockWithTheRock.com. Donkey, fish, mark, steaming, on tilt, weak, grinder, railbird. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What are you talking about, Scott? Poker, baby. Poker? Like cards? Texas Hold'em, the Cadillac of poker. Oh. Why are you talking about poker? Because that's what my new poker talk show on chaoticradio.com is all about. Heads up, poker talk. A poker talk show? Yep. Every Wednesday, 6 p.m. Pacific on chaoticradio.com. Sweet. How do I listen? Go to chaoticradio.com or download the Live 365 app on your smartphone and search for Chaotic. It's that easy? Yep, it's that easy. Every Wednesday night, 6 p.m. Pacific, only on chaoticradio.com. Now shuffle up and deal. You know, it's not every day that something crosses your path that truly changes your life. Recently, that very thing happened to me. I discovered steviesecret.com. My feet were a mess, dried, cracked, and hurting. On a recommendation from a close friend, I tried the foot cream with tea oil, and all I can say is amazing. No more cracked heels. No more walking funny. No more stopping to let these dogs rest. It was back to normal, and I could not be more grateful. All this time, I had no idea about steviesecret.com, and I felt like somebody was holding out on me. And I'm here today to make sure you don't have that same feeling. steviesecret.com is not only about your feet, acne, eczema, and so much more. Nothing takes care of the biggest organ in your body better. That's right, I said it, the biggest organ in your body, your skin. Get over to steviesecret.com today and discover the revolution in skincare that I discovered. Rather, the evolution in skincare. SteviesSecret.com. You're listening to the Jack of All Nerds on Chaotic Radio. The only show I listen to when I'm out on patrol in Gotham. Why? Because I am vengeance. I am the night. I am a really big fan of the show, so keep listening. Welcome back to the Jack of All Nerds on Chaotic Radio. I'm sitting here with Ryan H. Turner. And Lindsey Brooks, and we are talking about marching band. Uh, if you uh, want to call in, 909-989-0789 uh, or messages on Facebook. And speaking of which, uh, we do have a question, Ryan, again for you. Yes. From Robert Delgado. Yes. Um, wants to know, can you tell us one of your favorite experiences that you've had in marching band or drum corps? And then there's a follow-up question afterwards. Okay. Um, there's two instances I think I want to talk about in terms of what are my favorite um, things uh, in my career. Just a few oh, of your favorite just things? Just a few of my favorite things. 
Um, one is a performance-related thing. I was the drum major of a drum and bugle corps that's no longer in existence out of Anaheim called the Velvet Knights, and I was on tour with them, a national t- tour, competitive tour during the summer. That's when drum and bugle corps are active. And I was a baritone player in 85, and in 86 and 87, I was their drum major. In 1987, we had a show... Uh, based upon uh, the theme was Magical Mystery Tour. We did music from all over different countries, and it was really a a fun show. We were considered the clown princes of the activity, where you would think that most groups are military. We were the opposite. We were kind of the goofballs and had a good time. At Drum Corps International World Championships that year in 1987, we came in seventh place and had our highest score ever and broke 90, which was a, a milestone for our organization. Um, that night was what I refer to as the best night of my life, just to be in front of 30,000 screaming fans at Camp Randall Stadium at Madison, Wisconsin, and and performing as the drum major and leading that group. Um, That was the highlight of my performance career, I think, um, from that standpoint. And then the other highlight, I have written, um, I have over 250 writing credits to my name in the design world. Um, A lot of memorable things I've done, but I think the most memorable show that I put together was way back in 1997 for the Fountain Valley Royal Regiment. Uh, That year, we decided to go a different direction than most marching bands. We decided to do our show based upon the music of the really crappy movie called Waterworld. Um, Believe it or not, crappy as the movie was, the music was really, really great. And instead of wearing band uniforms, we put everybody in costumes that kind of gave the feeling that we were a ragtag group of survivors. And we did this show based upon that music, and it was a a very, very memorable show. Swimming band. I'm surprised (laughs) it's taken us this long to have a Waterworld reference. (laughs) Because it was really, really awful. Yeah, but um, that show uh, back in 1997 set some standards in Southern California um, and for costuming, for things that you can do on the field, and it was a, real, a lot of fun putting it together. One of those memorable shows that actually has gone down in history in Southern California, people still refer to it um, nowadays as uh, one of those benchmark kind of shows that I just happened to be at the right place at the right time to be involved with that organization. So those are my two things just right off the top of my head that I really enjoy out of about a million stories. Okay. Well, uh, and then his, his follow-up question. Um, now, we've already, we've already established what the H stands for, but apparently uh, he did not believe you, so he wants to know <laughs> what the H really stands for. Delgado, you and I are going to have a little talk after this. Um, I, you know, back in 2010, I weighed 300 pounds, and I was sitting on a couch and really not a happy person, and I decided to work out. And really started really working out and, and taken to it quite a bit. Um, I've always been known as Ryan H. Turner. It's just one of those things like Michael J. Fox. That's just, I just like it. Uh, my mom used to yell at me, Ryan H. Turner, you know, and that was just the thing. It just always stuck with me. So um, I don't know where it came along, but somebody referred to me as the Hulk. That's what the H stood for. And that just took off. And I, I'm a Facebook, complete Facebook nerd of the highest order and so I like we'll all get along now when we leave uh, this yeah room. i'm not gonna lie derek and i just discovered we have like 30 mutual friends yeah. on facebook yeah. so i've run i've i just run with it it's just fun it's just so i just refer to it as the hulk and uh and i do almost daily posts when i go to the gym and i talk about hulk it smashing kind it's just of a, kind of makes you sound like a professional wrestler Ryan, the yeah, Hulk yeah. Turner. It makes me sound like an idiot, actually. So <laughs> let's just be honest. Like I said, a professional wrestler. That's right. <laughs> so there, that's the answer. <laughs> Good answer. Yeah. 
guess so. Um, I uh, I actually don't have too many other questions. Um, again, since I don't know what I'm talking about. Um, but I, one thing I do want to get into is the fact that marching band is so synonymous with being a nerd. Like, what are the what are the origins of that? Because based on what I saw in these videos, I wouldn't be like, what a bunch of nerds. I mean, aside from the fact that they were doing songs from, like, Superman, Batman, yeah, Lord of the Rings. <laughs> Pirates of the Caribbean. Pirates of the Caribbean, you know. Um, so I, I geeked out over the, that. But aside, aside from, from that, all the nerdy shit. Yeah, like. <laughs> I, don't, I don't get it. I don't understand. Um, I think that a lot of it, I, I mean, Matt is a perfect example of uh, someone who is, a jock, I guess, who would say that gives off that perception of of being in the arts is nerdy. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the same as being in theater, being a theater geek. Yeah. Um, it's just a different discipline. Yeah. You know what you practice all day instead of a sport is essentially you are practicing music and you're practicing, you know, a, a discipline that involves a, a lot more thinking and expression. <laughs> Right, yeah. and it's uh, you don't really express yourself when you're running around in tight pants and being tackled by other men. <laughs> Take but that, Matt. That's where the ass <laughs> come from. That's how you express yourself. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, sorry, I'm, I'm bagging on your friend. He's probably oh, gonna I'm fine with it. That guy deserves me. it. He doesn't care. <laughs> anyway, uh, but yeah, it's it, it comes down to that. It's an express. It's an expression. It's that's the fine arts. It's mm-hmm. music, you know, and and it's. Just like Lindsay said, it's just indicative of that. So it's, I don't know if there's an origin other than it's just kind of taken for granted almost. I, I think even more so than that too. I think people, I think any kind of like creativity in, in those younger years is usually just panned and labeled as being nerdy. Yeah. Like creative people tend to be, uh, they tend to err more on the side of creativity than they do on uh, normal everyday social skills. Uh, and in the uh, the world of high school and things like that, like those things aren't really paid attention to. And typically, those are the people that have the most success afterwards because all these guys that played football in high school, they realize like no one's gonna give them free shit because they've got a Letterman's jacket. Right. But all these people that spent all this time being very creative, they're the ones that are like getting all these scholarships and like right. pursuing their passions that they loved well beyond you know whatever fame they may have had in high school because they banged the cheerleader once or twice. Um, And I, I mean, I lettered in marching band. It's not like you can't letter in an arts. So that, that's not um, something that I actually, I didn't really care a whole lot about because you can letter anything. You weren't like, Hey, look guys, I got a letterman's jacket. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But uh, you know, and that's why I think um, marching band kids and theater kids do stick together so closely. And it is such an intense, friendship and um because it is sort of the the band kids and the theater kids against the the rest of the, the rest school, of the school. Um, yeah. and it, honestly my high school experience wasn't that um segregated in the sense that they didn't care about us and we didn't care about them we did our own thing and we we um sure sometimes wearing the uniform is embarrassing because yeah. it's ridiculous sure um <laughs> but like Get over it. It wasn't my experience. wasn't so uh, segregated that it was terrible. Yeah, and what? And actually, when I was in high school, that's the first first time I ever heard the term band fag, and I really, I that mm. drove me nuts. It it, it was very offensive. I, to I've me. always found such humor in the like if you do theater 
yeah. or band that you're gay. Yeah. It's like, really? Uh, yeah, yes. I get to go hang out with all these girls right. and do stuff that involves me acting with getting close with them. Right. I'm so gay. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't I'm so homo because they yeah. never have two dressing rooms. It's just one. So I get to watch <laughs> all these hot theater chicks undress. Right. <laughs> so, and, and, um, the, that camaraderie um, within a marching band program is something that is really difficult to find anywhere else in, in high school. Probably as as close as you can get would be in the choir programs or in the in the yeah. musical theater. I, I did I did both of those. So I did I did theater and uh, choir for you know really most of my high school and then even trickled into college. And there is a a, a genuine camaraderie of of things that you do because like. Those are the only people you really you do so much and it, yeah. there's so much work like so those are the really the only people you hang out with. But, most but of you're the time. dealing with expression and and the arts and sure. creativity right. and 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 then what's and even fun. better it's fun and, and you're fun. working together to a common goal. With and a group of there's people. really no drug testing in theaters, so <laughs> I mean, are you on performance enhancers? <laughs> and it, it, but it also appeals to your competitive nature and sure. your competitive oh, yeah. nature. Um, you know, I never looked better than when I did marching band. You know, at 16 is when I peaked. Um, <laughs> All downhill from there. Right? Because you are constantly, like, we did hours yeah. of, of drill. Like, sure. two yeah. to three hours a day at least. And that's, and we were terrible. So imagine if you're in a school that's fantastic. How much more effort? And, and Derek, the caller from earlier, marched in a group out of Arizona called the Academy Drumbule Corps. Um, uh, Derek is already in great shape, but I, I can guarantee you that after a summer marching with the with the Drumbule Corps or what we refer to as a marching band on steroids, that they're doing 16-hour days of rehearsals with Oof. very little downtime and in broiling hot summer sun mm -hmm. in some high school stadium somewhere on the road. As they're going across the country like a rock band, in a convoy of buses and and diesel trucks to go to the next competition, they're they're working really hard. They're uh, mm -hmm. they're they're really doing a lot. Hey, I, I want to do a quick correction. I got a text message from somebody in the business who wanted me to make sure that I was right about that study I referenced earlier. The musician athlete was from the 1993 Star of Indiana, and the study showed that he had the oxygen consumption, physical exertion, and heart rate. Not of a football player, but of a marathon runner after a show. Which is like, again, which is, a, which is take amazing. that, Matt. So, uh, yeah. I would like, I would like Matt to say, when you, <laughs> when you said, when you said a marching. skills now, bitch? I mean, well, now he looks good, but he was fat for a while. <laughs> yeah. Derek's, Derek's getting all ghetto next to me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Matt, take that. Take it all personally and go have some uh, bonbons or something. No, and... now he's beautiful. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, that defeats um, this whole thing. I'm yeah. just saying. I, I do want to say that when you said a marching band on steroids, I literally just thought in my mind of a marching band on steroids. <laughs> like just yoked out everyone's huge, small heads. <laughs> they <laughs> just... have to like give back their title because it's been juicing. <laughs> just rage playing. <laughs> <laughs> Someone needs to make that happen. I, I would, I and and that. we will. Um, I do have one other uh, another question for you here, uh, Ryan. Uh, this is from Joey. A last name I'm not even going to try to pronounce. It starts with the word organ and ends with something foreign he's, and exotic. He's a great music composer. How he's, is that pronounced? I don't know. Either. Awesome. <laughs> Joey, I love close, you, man. I <laughs> 
Uh, I think it's organ shack. It's yak. Polish. It sounds Czechoslovakian Polish. Um, but he said that uh, he has had the pleasure to write with you yes. for a few years. Yeah. Uh, with you visually designing so many shows year after year, where do you continue to get your inspiration from? That is a fantastic question. Um, there are just world-class drill designers out there that I absolutely uh, adore, um, if I can drop some names. Um, drop but, it like it's hot. Uh, well, um, the, the big names out there in the drum and bugle corps world are the ones that are setting the standards in terms of design. Um, high school marching bands generally can't reach that level because they don't have the rehearsal time, nor do they have the um, maturity of a drum and bugle corps. Um, typical age average for a drum and bugle corps is a little bit higher than a high school band where you have freshmen that come in and they're just just stop being eighth graders. So they're <laughs> they're new to moving and playing at the same time. Whereas a drum and bugle corps has a higher average age of kids and um, and a higher desire to be part of that activity. So they can do more physically. Um, so when you look at it, when I as a d drill designer will go to YouTube or pop in a DVD of a drum and bugle corps and, and watch a, another designer uh, put their show together, I don't look at it to copy. I look at it to see what that guy or that lady's inspiration was to write that drill. Um, it's not like I try to back engineer. I just try to think, what were you thinking to put that together? What was your inspiration? So my inspiration comes from others' inspiration. And then, as I referred to earlier, and Joey is a great example because I've written um, just some great drill, I thought, not because I think I'm a great drill designer, but because Joey writes great music. And it's the, the strength of the, the musical arrangement or the composition absolutely just turns my creative thing on inside my brain so that inspiration definitely comes from the music absolutely well and there like we've talked about shows that i saw 15 years ago mm -hmm. that i still remember yeah. and so um that's like that's one of the things that i'm sad i missed out on in, in having a uh having a group that wasn't as as good as like arcadia or upland or altamoma is that we didn't get to have as much creative freedom and feel what it's like to have a really right. disciplined show i mean our shows were fine yeah. Um, but that is something that I wish I had experienced because we would go to like huge competitions that we would always go to the one at Wilson High School. Oh yeah. Um, and uh, just sit there and just like mm -hmm. pour over Upland and Altamoma and Arcadia and just be blown away. And I still remember shows that I saw. And then all the high school kids who get a really extra dose of greatness of when they're sitting there during the award ceremony and mm -hmm. see either UCLA come out on the field or the RCC Marching Tigers yeah, come RCC out and, and do, their, do their shows. So you see the older kids that are older than high school to come out and just it's it's a lot of fun. And it shows the high school kids what is possible even after high school. Mm-hmm. Now, now, speaking of, of kind of that progression, are there uh, – because my girlfriend used to do marching band as well. She got really excited about the topic tonight. Oh, cool. And uh, and she she had mentioned something when we were – She's not listening to the show. No, she's not. <laughs> she's drilled. She's probably she's asleep like right now. flags and – No, no, no. Was she, she, was, was she, she was straight up marching band. I don't oh. remember what instrument she played, but uh, she was – because she was actually watching some of the videos with me and oh, trying cool. to explain things to me. He was like, well, that's the color guard. And I was like, oh, what's that? Where'd like, she go to high school? Um, oh, what did she say? I don't remember. We do don't, we do don't discuss those intimate details. <laughs> I do know her name. Mike is sleeping on the couch tonight. Let's blow up Wanda. I want to say, did she go to like 
Miller? Like, she was yes, Miller? that's she what was it was. A.B. Miller. Okay. A.B. Miller. Okay. And, um, I haven't seen his girlfriend in 10 years, and I know where she was. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know. Um, and then something – I don't know if she did anything with RCC, but she seemed to know a lot about that. Um, and she said – she made some reference of some people being lifers. Yeah. <laughs> So are there people that just never stop, like they're out of school and they're still doing it? Like how does that – I can neither confirm nor deny that, but I would assume that, <laughs> yes, there are probably – I would assume Ryan yes. H. Turner is a lifer. <laughs> I don't perform anymore. But, yes, I think there's probably people out at RCC that have been there for a long time, and that's and that's fine. That's a hobby. There's another part of the activity out there called uh, – it used to be called Senior Drumabule Corps. Now it's called All Age Drumabule Corps. And there's a group here in Southern California called SoCal Dream Drumabule Corps. That's for any age. Um, in the Drumabule Corps activity, you, quote, age out at the age of 21. So if you want to keep doing it as a performance outlet, it's certainly nothing wrong with it. And there's a very healthy uh, senior or all-age Drumabule Corps activity here in, in the country. Yeah, cool. I know our drill instructor in high school uh, was in one of the groups. I think he had aged out of, of just mm -hmm. drum, and he did. He was still performing. Yep. So he's great. So there is a lot of progression for, for people that, that want to keep going on. Uh, I know that uh, at a time, uh, Disneyland had uh, the Future Core down at Disney World and then the Magic Kingdom Core down here in Southern – or I probably got that backwards. But anyway, um, a lot of the Southern California friends of mine that marched drum corps performed down Disneyland. Mm -hmm. uh, the Trash Can Trio was yeah. made up of drum corps guys, um, a very famous uh, – very, very famous – drum instructor in the drum corps world by the name of Tom Float was very instrumental putting that group together down for Disney. So, but yeah, there's a lot of opportunity outside of the, the band nerd area. Okay. Well, we uh, we have to start wrapping up here because right. we're just almost out of time. But I would like to go. We'll start with uh, Lindsay. Oh, dear. Uh, if you have anything that you want to promote, uh, your personal oh, Facebook page, your sure. improv, improv. Yeah. I'll get it someday. Uh, someday. Uh, sure. Um, you all, you can find me on Facebook. I don't have a, a performing page necessarily anymore because um, I stopped doing it. Uh, but uh, you can find me at Lindsay Brooks on Facebook. Um, I do perform every Friday and Saturday night with an improv group in Fullerton called Improv Schmimprov. Um, and we are on Facebook, on Twitter. Uh, you can find us online. Um, we and, just are, and I do have a, I have a link uh, to that page cool. up on our page. So uh, yeah, we just are. We're now the official improv team for Disney Cruise Line. So nice. it's exciting. So you That's can find awesome. us on the That's cruise cool. lines. Yeah, That's it's pretty cool. 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 Uh, and then um, I do have a, a, a. I've started a new cabaret series called Friends with Benefits, and um, we have a cabaret coming up on February 16th at Theater Out in Santa Ana, and it benefits the Alzheimer's Association of Orange County. All right. That's it for me. All right. And Ryan, did you have anything uh, you wanted to promote while you're here? Um, I've been designing shows for a long time, and I want to keep designing shows for a long time. And so my little side business, Ryan H. Turner Show Design Productions, just keeps plugging along. Um I got a Facebook page for that, and I'm started about three years ago with a new uh, side business to that called the Dynamics of Leadership, and so I'm I'm really developing that and, and doing two and a half to three hour master classes for student leaders of marching band programs. So um, band directors, if they're interested in in having somebody come in and teach their student leaders some of the the hot topics of what it is to be a student leader. I think high school students, when they get into a position of leadership, they uh, get a lot of responsibility on the shoulder, but not, not necessarily the, 
the proper training to be able to execute those things. And so I, I've put together a really fun uh, package to kind of preach the gospel of leadership to kids. And I think it's really important. Okay. And you said you have the Facebook pages yep. for, for those? Yeah. Ryan H. Turner Show Design Productions. Okay. And then we'll, we'll post a link up to that Thank as well you. on our page. That's very nice of you. Mm-hmm. And Derek? Uh, yeah. So uh, I'm actually in – on January 24th, uh, I will be in Barstow, California at a place called Molly's. It's a fundraiser. Uh should be really fun. Uh, lineup is great. Uh, and then uh, January 25th, I will be in Apple Valley uh, at Gators. Uh, headliner will be Jeff Keith. If you guys don't know who that is. I de- love Jeff Keith. Uh, he oh, is one of my so favorite funny. comedians. I love that guy. Uh, so he's actually headlining that show. Uh, tickets are $5 at the fundraiser as well, um, but that should be really fun. And then uh, free show uh, January 27th uh, in San Bernardino at Stingers. Uh, I will be there as well. All right, awesome. And uh, just real quick before we get out of here, we currently have a contest going um, on our page, on our actual website, www.jackofallnerdspodcast.com. Go to the contest page. Uh, All you have to do is submit the form with who you think should be cast as Wonder Woman. You'll be entered into our drawing, which is going to take place this Tuesday, to win a Wonder Woman keychain. Couldn't be easier. So... It's a pretty bomb keychain. There's pictures on our Facebook page. So uh, go check that out. Uh, If you haven't already, like us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash jackofallnerds. Follow us on Twitter at jackofallnerds and on Instagram at jackofallnerds. And uh, John, what do you got? Hey, actually, one of the things we wanted to talk about, Ryan and I have been talking about this for uh, quite a few months now. Yep. Part of one of the reasons um, I really was glad Ryan was coming on is we have a reality show in development. Um, It's called Band Geeks. Um, what we are doing is we're actually following uh, band programs through uh, high school, possibly some DCI programs as well. And we are currently in pitch on uh, a couple of different networks. We're actually kind of hoping that Netflix wants to pick it up as a completed series because uh, people could waste an entire weekend when they're not actually at band camp. Um, <laughs> but that's where we're at right now. We've got a Kickstarter campaign. We're getting ready to start up here in the next uh, month and a half. Um, so basically it's it's already starting to go. We've got over – 400 hours of footage shot with uh, more than more than a couple of bands right now, and uh, we're ready to fire this thing up. So if anyone's interested in uh, getting information on it, uh, helping out or anything like that, you can get a hold of us. Um, you can email me directly at john at frontofhouseprod.com, uh, or you can uh, hit me up on Facebook, just uh, John Edis, that's E-D-O-U-S as in Sam. And uh, we'll be glad to get back in touch with everybody on the information. Ryan's our announcer for the show, actually. That's his big part on the whole oh, thing. The, the Thank v. you. Giving him the, the V. v. Exactly. Right. Why, are, why are you glad to have me here, John? Because I love you, Lindsay, and okay. because you are so funny. <laughs> All right. And we'll, uh, if you keep us posted on that, we'll, we'll share that stuff on our Facebook page as well. Uh, we have been talking about marching band. Uh, I don't know why I said it like that. Here on the Jack of All Nerds. (laughs) We will talk at you later.